fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bro Show. We are here. here. We're here. You know what today is, don't you, Charlie? No, no. It's Prime Day. It is Prime Day, right? It is. It's Prime Day. And we have a landing page on our Instagram bio. Go check it out. They've got 20, 30, 40% off different items from the C4, Cellucor, and Extend lines. And they got up there, man. Everything. They got the black, the black containers. You know, like cans. They've got the black cans. They've got the black pre-workout. They got like oh. like lights out. Mm, that's the good stuff. It'll be itchy for like three days. 30, 40% off? I had to look at that when we're done here. Yeah. I saw my midnight cherry. And it's okay. cool. Like, what's weird is, depending on the flavor of the C4, or not. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But man, I saw my midnight cherry on there. I was got a little drool. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that chair is special. We got to get something in your hands. I know. Well, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, which is all of you, because this is the first time we're doing this show. Uh, this is the two dude movie review show. So we come up with a better title. I was going to say name is in the works. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's a working title. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to review a little bit of the American Gladiator documentary called Muscles and Mayhem, I believe. That is correct. That is correct. Unauthorized. Unauthorized, yes. And then um, we are going to rank the Rockies. So I actually forgot to do something real quick. Um, so what, which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do the Rockies. All right, Rockies. Rockies first. What I'm doing now is I'm just going to pull up uh, something, uh, chatting with the audience. Um, I think that's it. And then I'll just close it. Come on. Okay. Don't want to give too much away. Uh, go. Bye. There we go. All right. Cool. Just had to get that up. So, Rockies. We talked a little bit last week during our roundtable. Amy got annoyed because we were talking too much. Um, guy talked during her show. So we decided to create our own. And I have started the list knowing what your number nine movie is because it's the same as mine. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to type in as we go along um, and fill out the list. So... I am pretty sure that I know that both of us have Rocky five as number nine. That is a hundred percent correct. And 
I don't even know if we can even list it because it, I don't know that it should exist. It should not exist. Um, I remember a few, gosh, probably been 10 years ago now when Bill Simmons was still a part of ESPN. He did like a, 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 like a cartoon about a dude going to buy the Rocky box set at Best Buy. And he ripped Rocky five out of the set and threw it, threw it in the trash and said he refused to buy it with that in it. So he pulled it out in the store. <laughs> <laughs> and that it's would, that is my feelings. Exactly. That should not exist. It's bad. It just doesn't relate to anything else. And when they made Rocky Balboa, it kind of <laughs> like it didn't exist. Thank God. Yeah. So even they, even they disavowed it. They just. So we both agree that that's a, and Kenneth is in the comments agreeing as well. Rocky five should not exist. Easy pick for number nine. So my number eight is Creed two. Uh, and the reason it's Creed two is that I think it went into the nostalgia bag a little too much. Like okay, you brought Rocky back in the first one, you brought Apollo's son back now you're going to go dig up Dolph Lundgren and, and a son he has, and you're going you're gonna to add more nostalgia to it. I just think it was a little over the top. Didn't really, didn't really rivet me like I think they were hoping for, and I wanted a little more out of that one. Um, so I'm going to oh, – one second. Oh, no. He's going to go break some kids. <laughs> so, yes, we're including the creeds in our Rocky countdown. Um, and we are adding those. So that's all nine of those. So I'm going to go with Creed 3, actually, simply because... Major's performance was just, it's just the ending was weird. I, the whole thing just isn't, it was a good movie. I will give it, it was a good movie. Yeah, for me, and, once, once you get above eight, for me, it's, it's yes, all nickel yeah. and diming at that point. Correct. At, at that point, I love every single one of the movies above eight. And I'm, I'm nitpicking. To figure out an order. Absolutely. So well, although there's no question what one is, but we'll we'll get to that when we get there. But we don't agree. So I'll go ahead and go with seven. And, and I can't believe this is where this landed. But when when you're nit nitpicking, you gotta put it somewhere, right? Whoa. Seven for me is Rocky Two. Whoa. And I think what it is, is it like took a step back for me to be um, Rocky one had all this heart and all this, like, I just want to go the distance. It's not about winning. I want to be a better person in Rocky two. It's like they had to reset him as a dumb Italian from the streets. He couldn't do a commercial. He stuttered through stuff like they just, and again, we're nitpicking now because, like, I love all these movies going forward. But 
And then there's a lot of not action. There's a lot of sitting by um, Adrian's bed, reading a book. And so that's kind of why I had to move it down to number seven. I'm see, I'm with you there. I think I'm gonna have to go with the Rocky Balboa as my seventh. There it is. It's you know it's you know it tried to bring back. I, I, I might have a stink of five going into it, so that may have be just sitting on it. Because after that, I was like, they should never do any of these again. And then it came back, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Um, and I can't remember the fighter who he fights that. Um, not a great actor either. No. He really fell off right after that. So um, and then it's kind of like, is this what Creed is? Are we just, this is what happened here? Okay. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give my points on that when I, when I add it to the list. Okay. <laughs> so then at number six, six is where I put in Creed three. Um, I actually just watched it for the first time days ago. Um, I, I wasn't, I'd heard all the Stallone drama around it that he didn't want to be a part of it. Didn't like the writing of it. X, Y, and Z. So like I went into it with bad thoughts and I was pleasantly surprised. So I think like my expectations were set appropriately for it, meaning it was easier for it to meet it. And it's funny because he, he changed his kind of tone about it. Because at first that was what he said. Then he said, well, it wasn't really about me. It was about family stuff. So I wouldn't be in it anyway. Yeah. So who knows what the real truth is? But they both said if there was another one, he'd come back. So yeah, some I, director stuff. I do think they they forgot about some of the story that was created in one in the writing of this one. Mm -hmm. uh, it confused me a bit. Um, but I did like it essentially was Rocky Three with a little bit of warrior, the warrior. Yes. So it was kind of a storyline that's already been done, but it turned out okay. Yes. Yes. That's, that's where I'm at. Where are you at with number six? Number six, I'm going to go with Rocky two as well. A lot of the same points that you already made. It's, it was very slow. You kind of knew what was going to happen anyway. Um, he was just kind of like, you know, there was a, with one, you, you know, he became the, the guy you're pulling forward and two, you're just like, what's going on here? Does he this brain damage? Does he? Warrior is top five movie of all time. Warrior is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, I watched it probably once a year. Interesting. 
Gotta love an old haggard McNulty, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we move to, to five. And for me, five is Balboa. Okay. So what I'll say to it is, for me, Rocky Balboa was a palate cleanser. It was good enough for me to, like, get over five. Like, thank you for putting this out so the last taste in my mouth is not that garbage that you, that you did and tried to pass off as a Rocky movie. <laughs> with the fake Don King and all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> and and kudos for bringing back Fighter Rico. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, a nice deep track in there for us diehard Rocky fans um, getting Spider Rico back in the game as a dishwasher at the restaurant was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, I will say, and I loved, I loved the the scene in the shed with Duke, like we're going to throw some power bombs, you know, like that, oh, yeah. that whole scene is, uh, is probably my favorite from that movie. So. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with a, uh, with a curveball here and I'm going to say Rocky one is fine. Oh my gosh. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a nitpick. Okay. It's uh, you know, I don't know if it was just the um. If there was a get Rocky Seven in the in the Odie household, right. <laughs> Um, I know we're, we're doing business here. So he, it's just Adrian was a, was a weird character at the time. Like it was, there was weird things happening. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a nitpick. It, I know like this is hard for you, but it was a love story. But was it though? It was. I mean, you got Paulie in there talking crazy, and it's like, what, what's happening here? She's, is it a love story? It seemed kind of, she didn't want to do any of it, but he's kind of making her do stuff. It's just, it's weird. she didn't seem to be upset with in the mansion in Rocky Four. Or, well, then yeah. at, at that point, she pulls it together. One, she's like, why am I here? Well, I got a lot to say about this, but we're going to wait till I put it on my list. Okay. Uh, at number four, I have the, or the original Creed. Uh, bringing Rocky back, Apollo's son, um, illegitimate son. Um, I think the math doesn't work out real well when you try to figure it out, like when Apollo died and when, how old... Adonis was, but you know, you got to let go of the summer things. Yeah, and it, it elevated Balboa a little bit further in getting rid of like the trash of five. 
Yes. Yeah. And so um, I can, that's why I went like Balboa Creed back to back. I think they build on each other really nicely and, uh, and really kind of pulled the franchise up out of the gutter. So that's why I go Creed at four. Um, and it kind of responds to you with, uh, it's okay not to have one at, or the original at one, but not even top three. That is correct. All right. But that's like saying you don't, you don't have Creed have one in the top three. Man. All right. What do you got for four? Four is also Creed for me. There we go. Creed. So something so we agree on two. We agree that Rocky Five is trash and doesn't exist. We agree on Creed at number four. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Similar reasons, or you got your own reasons in there? Similar reasons. Creed two above this, though. What garbage. Oh my God. Because, listen, if you like Top Gun Maverick, it's the same concept. It's got all the nostalgia that brought back from four. You've got Dolph in it. You've got an old Bridget Nielsen in it. We're going to talk about like old hot women here in, in a little bit. <laughs> when we get to the gladiators. Um, all right. So my number three, I know I'm going to take it on the chin for this one. I don't know what just happened there. Whoa. Uh, is Rocky four? Um, Rocky four is my number three. Uh, now when we're talking, when we're in this realm, like three through one, all of these are probably in my top 10 movies of all time. Okay. So like, we're really nitpicking at this point and I, and I will give Rocky for this greatest training scene of all time. Several of them. Without a doubt. Both high both quality montages. Yeah. Both. Ivan Drago and Rocky Balboa. It was just freaking awesome. <laughs> um, Kenneth says the way they make their Philly cheesesteaks in Creed is an abomination <laughs> on a cheesesteak. <laughs> All There's right. Some of these details you just can't, you just have to look past. So, yeah, so Rocky Four, one of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion, just number three in the Rocky canon. Creed 2 will be my third. I don't even know what the hell is going on now. You, you got it way too low. It's, it's got crash. It's got lazy. the nostalgia of it. Lazy storyline. Let's Nielsen's just. In it. Okay, okay. She was with Flavor Flav. Now that gives her fifteen points right there. Okay. Is she still with Flavor Flav? 
No, 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 no. Oh my gosh, that was what twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it counts. It's on a resume. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Right. So. Okay, you love the nostalgia. You want it all brought. You thought it was as good as uh, Top Gun Maverick. I mean, in terms of bringing back the things that you missed from years ago, the old little subtle things, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. This, this, and this. See, I got that in Creed. I got that in Creed 1. I didn't need the extra in Creed 2. All right, my number two is Rocky 3. This is just a terror. That's just. Rocky three. Um, I, you know, again, I, I'm telling you my top three Rocky movies are in my top 10 movies of all time. So this is in my top 10 movies of all time. I will. Um, I'm going to share my screen a little bit differently for your first second, because we can't go the show without hearing from Mr. T himself. Right. What's your prediction for the fight? Diction? Pain. One of the greatest lines delivered in movie history. This is why it's number one. <laughs> I'd spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think too many people are spoiled. Um, but yeah, uh, T. I actually watched this thing today as I was prepping for this. It was um, the Clubber Cuts, the top ten, the top ten set or whatever it's phrases by Clubber Lang. Yeah, that yeah. put it number nine. Put it number you, nine. Number nine. Are that you kidding? Thing me? Was number nine. Yeah. Was number one. Hey, woman, <laughs> come up from my apartment. <laughs> now, it was more like his trash talking from the ring. Oh. It just was lame. Like nothing made, it, nothing made it from the statue heckle speech. Which is literally the best. It is. It is. I'll take you home and show you what a real man is. <laughs> Leave that mansion that you're in and come over to my apartment. <laughs> Yeah. Clubber Lang is the best. Um, but again, number two in my book. What do you got at number two? Four. Four. And we because really are like nitpicking at this point. Yeah. Yeah. These are the best ever. And look, three has Hulk Hogan in it. All right, let's just let's finish it off because the chat's already going to Thunderlips. So my it's number one is the original Rocky, which is my greatest movie of all time. Not just Rocky, like the greatest movie of all time. Rocky three. All right, so you go Rocky three, I go original Rocky. Yeah. Uh, this, this this speaks a lot to your love that we'll probably get into at some point for romantic comedies. Probably. Yeah. You like a love story. And you, you like Thunderlips. I like Thunderlips. 
I like people telling people's wives they're going to take them to their apartment. People so, die in it. There's all kinds of stuff happening. So what, did you see it in the theater for the first time or did you have to wait? Um, honestly, I don't remember. I think I waited. I think it was home. So I saw it at the theater and my mom got mad at me because I was punching the seat in front of me. <laughs> in Rocky Three, like that was probably that was the first Rocky I I saw in the theater, um, and I went with my mom. I can't even like the way Mister Tr- T talked to like the women. And my <laughs> mom, like my mom is the biggest Stallone fan in the world. She loves action movies, and uh, she's all for it. Miss you know Clubber going nuts, and it just made him the the best villain for zero acting experience. He was just a, well, a high security guard. Yeah. Listen, Hogan was not who Hogan is now then. He was not even to the Hulkster status yet. This blew him up. Somehow they put Stallone on a chair to make it look like he was even kind of close to t- as tall as him. Yeah. So there's my mom in the chat. You and my friend Barb. Yeah, we were both punching the chair in front of us during. <laughs> um, but it was Rocky Three was yeah. awesome. Now yeah, let's get. The... <laughs> I think that's probably the only part it like lays off for me is like when Rocky gets a little wimpy, like, and he has to he has to be told by Adrian it's okay. That's right. That's, this is her shining moment. You said there's no love story, so it shouldn't matter. I mean, the love story with Polly and uh, that robot in four. That's, that's, that's a whole weird thing. One of the best, and I saw this in some of the clips today. And I, you know, Polly was such a racist. So racist. And where they put him in South Central LA to train. <laughs> and, and what they put him through was awesome. This is fantastic. <laughs> and Apollo kisses him on the cheek. Like, it just, like those little subtleties are great. Here I am talking irreverently about three, and that's not even what want. I like when he's like, Rocky's like, you shouldn't. Maybe they feel the same way about you. And he's like, what did I do? <laughs> Yeah, what? Oh, what a great, like, just subtle element in that movie. It, it just was, you know, you didn't have to be hit pounded over the head. You saw it right then and there with yeah. one from Rocky. Um, it was great. And an Apollo, like, Carl Weathers was a hero of mine growing up. Like, that dude was chiseled out of granite. Oh, action Jackson. Predator um, might have to be. You may have to go some Schwarzenegger movies on this thing. Sure. But we also have to talk the difference in Rocky's body from one to three. Natty or not? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. As you can see in the graphic in the upper right-hand corner, 
That does not happen naturally. Didn't he get caught with some stuff at an airport? Yeah, New Zealand. One of the Rambos. Yeah. Yeah. Little uh, human growth hormone. Which which we'll talk about gladiators here very soon. So the reason Rocky One is in my num is my number one is it is as raw as can be. It was given no budget, it was given no chance, and it turned out to be the greatest movie ever laid down on film. Um, the monologues that the night before the fight that Rocky gives that all he wants to do is go the distance nobody's gone the distance with creed i've never i've always been a nobody i just want to be a somebody like that that monologue alone makes it the greatest movie of all time and uh so there you go um and i was only six or seven when that movie came out so i had to catch it later in my life i did not see that one in the theater um and kenneth says it's not a paid competition why not juice up hey if it was under doctor's supervision sure that's why you carry a duffel bag full of it coming out of new zealand <laughs> so anyway there we go that is um, and again, I told you my mom is the biggest Stallone fan. Don't talk smack about my guy. But I'll tell you, eat juiced or not, the workout in Russia with the rocks and the shoulder to overhead with the wagon, it's impressive. With five it, it bodies is, in it. It's not a fulcrum if we're talking physics, just saying. But however, Aren't they all though? Okay. Um, yeah. Like if I'm going like training scenes, four would be number one. And then I go back, you got to go back to the, the hammering of the meat. Mm -hmm. uh, and Rocky one with the run up the steps and all of that stuff. Um, and then I, then I would go three uh, in LA on the beach, um, the jumping rope to trying to swim all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that was good too. Yeah. yeah. Two went a little over the top for me with all the kids running, which actually happened naturally. If you hear, listen to stories, they were filming it and then just a bunch of kids started running with Rocky. Um, and that scene where he's outruns them at the end actually did happen. Uh, outruns um, Creed? No, 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 no. Oh, oh the kids. Okay. That's the biggest fake news uh, in all, yeah. is Stallone outracing Carl Weathers uh, yeah, on the yeah. bench? That that would never ever happen. You're not being Action Jackson out there, Kenneth. Uh, Creed's training montages are not bad. They're but they are highly based on the Rocky movies. And the only thing it, that what was that motorcycle thing in the street where they they start circling up and uh, uh, yeah. like I don't even understand that. Those are the kids. So those are the. That's what they do on the uh, streets there. Okay. Motorcycles. Yeah, but why the circling outside the gym? What did that represent? 
the the neighborhood was behind him. Oh, okay. All right. I'll give you another one though. It's not training, but the Lamborghini scene or Ferrari, whatever he's driving. But he's doing the flashbacks. The best Rocky song ever is No Easy Way Out by Robert Tepper that played during that scene. Now, he never looks at the road, so I'm not sure where he's driving. Right. He goes mirror, he goes right, left. When I... That was my pump-up song for so many swim meets. So many. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then one last thing about Rocky before we move on is that there's a podcast out there, and it's all a movie music-based podcast. And they talk to the guy who wrote the music for the score for Rocky. Mm. And in Rocky 1... All of the songs other than are all the songs are the same song in that movie, just played at different speeds. Hmm. Or with like full orchestra or just piano or so like the gonna fly now at the beginning, that's the big pump up. When it's slow and romantic, it's just that song played really slow with one key at a time on the mm-hmm. piano. So all right. <laughs> at five o'clock so we got to fit fit this gladiator thing in all right cool so (laughs) let's talk about the american gladiators first and foremost i love the documentary um, because i love the show absolutely and i forgot how much i loved that show but i was even talking to my mom like we watched every episode Every episode. Um, the one thing that was wild in the documentary is I forgot, like that for, when they had the twigs to hide, to hide behind in the assault. Yeah. Like I thought that was there a long time and it was only there for like the first half season. Right. Um, but yeah. So what were your initial impressions? Uh, well, it took me back because it was fantastic. Um, it made me miss the show. And just the thought of, because I I slightly remember, I believe they had a competition to be on the show here, which there's a clip from the show on here that was from Columbus. Yep. Um, And just the amount of people that were lined up to just go out there and just basically get killed because... You got no medical staff. You got nobody out there. You just, <laughs> I could take on these dudes who are clearly juiced up, no matter what Nitro says. Yeah, I um, I think one of the, the funny things for me is the first half season, they found people that equaled them in size and learned that that was not the way to go. Right. <laughs> right. They needed to find people smaller than them so you had a true underdog to go against the gladiators. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kenneth asks, Zach George make the doc, or is he going to be in the next one? This was all about the American gladiators that aired from 1989 to 1996, six yeah. here in the States. Um, and, but they do mention that the gladiators actually got more popular in other countries after it started to decline here in the U S 
it also made me think about back then, maybe because I was younger, but I didn't realize how big a stars they were based on a dock where they're like, we couldn't go anywhere. And people would be like, whether it's girls, guys, whatever it was, just mobbing them, never getting paid nothing. But <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about that. So in the documentary, you learn that basically they signed a contract in perpetuity. Yeah. So they signed a deal to make 500 bucks a show. And what was um, Goldwyn uh, production company yeah. said that um, they would, they do not renegotiate. Mm -hmm. um, they right before kind of this comes to a head, they do a 120 city tour and basically get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> Halfway through the tour, they were running out of gladiators and had to get more people to come in to fill in because they weren't going to last to the end of the end of the tour. Yep. And they have to like recoup and get back for the next season. And nitro Gemini ice and zap, zap. try to try to form a union of sorts to say, listen, we need to get at least some merchandise money. And this is the line that killed me in the documentary is when the executive said the merchandise money was insignificant. <laughs> Yet there was so much of it out there. So everything. And, and the gladiators made zero on that. And all they were asking for was a little bit, a, a point or two on the merchandising um, with their own name on it. And they basically said no and fired all four of them. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much was the end of American Gladiators. Yeah. And it, it goes on for like three more seasons, I think, but struggling the entire time. And they end up bringing them all back in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. But it, it was too little too late. Yeah. Um, but I will say the, some of the fun things for me were the bus tour, like, you could tell those guys had a blast together. Yeah. Like they truly were a family and having a blast. And it made me like jealous to want to be on that tour with them. Until they the start other, each other's faces. The other thing is I was 19 years old when this show came on. I was the biggest zap and ice fan mm -hmm. in the world. Like posters on my wall. Zap, Zap still holding up. Ice is really holding up, I think. No, it, was, it was ice. You're right. It was ice. Yeah, ice is smoking to this day. Mm -hmm. Zap looks like she's been through a few hard days. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was ice. Um, but Nitro looks good. Um, laser looks good. Uh, July looks all right. Yeah. Blaze looks good. Malibu does not look good. <laughs> well, and that's the other, like I hated Malibu when I watched the show and I couldn't remember why. And this documentary only reinforced my, uh, why I hated Malibu the whole time this was going on. So. So what um, was your favorite game looking back on it? Um, so at first it was the assault, but when they added like the eliminator, with the 
with the conveyor belts and all mm -hmm. that stuff that became of course that became my favorite yeah yeah i did like the assault yeah outside of that the assault with the tennis balls just firing at people yeah i wanted to do that in the worst way the swinging down and just ramming into people i don't even like <laughs> yeah that would work for anybody He's the only person that broke like five bones and got a concussion in one event. Right. But he's back. Oh, great. Um, Kenneth says, I remember playing the game on Nintendo with my neighborhood buddy. Yeah, that's what we're talking with merchandising. They had video yeah. games. Yeah. They had pugil sticks. They had Nerf guns. They had Action dolls. Figures. Yeah, they had. And they, but that was insignificant. Nope. You gladiators don't look over here at this stuff. It's an insignificant. So the company knew who they were talking to. They're like these guys are just they don't know anything uh, about it. It's, it's all about Phoenix from the reboot for me personally. Now was that Gina Carrera? Was she Phoenix? Or Corrado? Uh I don't know. Then there was a girl that was on Biggest Loser as a trainer. Uh mm. Jennifer. She was one of the later gladiators too. They they don't even talk about them in the doc. It's pretty much about no. the original and kind of how it went. Um, but I, I felt bad for them because and I think the way it ends with it's showing like all the stuff that's on TV now because yeah. of them and how like the greedy people at Goldwyn just kind of screwed it all up. Jen yeah. went. To Wit Wittersome, whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she was a gladiator. So um, with that, I'm going to pull up the rankings, our review of, <clears throat> of what we thought of the documentary. And so here it is as Charlie comes back in. Charlie gives Muscles and Mayhem, the unauthorized story of the American Gladiators, or Nitros. And I give it four and a half zaps. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. Really uh, had a good time watching it. Um, was talking to my wife, my mom, you about all the stuff I was learning in it. Really, Netflix just kills it with documentaries. They are really good at kind of these nostalgic lookbacks uh, at things from our childhood. So uh, yes, I highly recommend Muscles of Mayhem. What do you guys say, Charlie? I was saying the Wham's one coming. The Wham one is coming next. Is that what we're doing next week? No. <laughs> um, so I have some ideas for next week. We'll talk about it off air. But hey, guys, hope you enjoyed this little fun down memory lane with movies. And um, we're going to do it again next week. This is going to be a we're going to try to do this at two. Yep. Yep. 2 p.m. every week. Um, if you have anything that you would like us to review or rank, um, I have some ideas for next week, but we're looking for ideas in the future. Uh, we'll watch whatever you guys throw out to us. Uh, and next week, we will put up the live call-in number. If you have any comments or suggestions for us, we'll take those all live on the air. With that, I hope you had a good time. And we'll see everybody next week on the Two Dudes Movie Review until we can find a better title. <laughs> until we can get
All Send right. us some new yeah. names as well. Catch y'all next time. Bye. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.